Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. This is Peacock. I love it! It's streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals. It's The Office. That's what she said. Chrisley knows best. It's going to be Todd's Way or the Highway. And Peacock original shows like Punky Brewster. Holy mackinole. So whether you're in the mood for every live WWE pay-per-view or every episode of Law & Order SVU... Peacock's got you covered. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 has been diagnosed with cancer. One Woman's Traveling as a Fat Person series highlights major issues in the hotel industry. And we're taking on your DMs in another edition of DM 911. It's June 25th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen Leconti. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So to start things off with some sad news, earlier this week in a Twitter post, Blink-182's Mark Hoppus revealed he's been diagnosed with cancer. He didn't reveal the type of cancer he has, but wrote, quote, for the past three months, I've been undergoing chemotherapy for cancer, going on to say, quote, it sucks and I'm scared. Hoppus's bandmates, Travis Barker and Tom DeLong, sent messages of support soon after. Barker shared his sentiments in a statement to E! News saying, quote, Mark is my brother and I love and support him. DeLong, the band's co-founder, made a statement via Twitter saying that Hoppus is, quote, strong and a superhuman who's pushing through this difficult obstacle with a wide open heart. Uh, Casey, I mean, it's just so upsetting and sad. You know, as a 90s kid, Blink-182, huge influence on my childhood. And there's nothing to say except that I just wish him the speediest recovery possible. I know. And you know what, what I actually thought was moving and that we actually don't see too much is that when he said, and I'm scared. Yes. I mean, that's in, in extremely relatable. And I think it's really brave of him to say that because cancer is scary. Yeah, it's a really vulnerable thing to say, but it's actually, I think, useful to other people who might be going through it to hear that. I also loved seeing the bandmates, you know, rally behind him. And, you know, I'm hoping this story has a, a happy ending to come, you know? Seriously. In other news, one woman's traveling as a fat person TikTok series is bringing to light major issues in the hotel industry and starting a really important conversation. Mary Fran Donnelly is a 27-year-old teacher and body positivity advocate with a travel series that has over 6 million views on TikTok. Donnelly started the series after taking a family vacation and chronicled all the things that were wrong with the hotel. This included towels that weren't big enough for her body, space between the toilet and the sink not being wide enough, and sitting down in a chair on her balcony that didn't feel stable. Here's a sampling from one of her videos. The theme of this episode is amenities! Let's talk about pool towels! Because as we know, 
towels in hotels suck. <laughs> so, when got me a pool towel, it's a little bigger, but not much. <laughs> so you get to choose. Are we going to cover the front or the back? Let's cover oh. the tush, shall we? Oh, yes. Drying <laughs> off and a lovely day in the sun. <laughs> it closes, kind of. Well, despite these humorous takes, each demonstration shows real challenges that she and many others face when completing everyday tasks and actions while trying to relax on vacation. Mary Fran notes, quote, I don't think the challenges I pointed out cross the minds of most, but I think it's time that they do. That's so true. You know, I actually did have a situation like that recently where I stayed at a hotel and the towel was too small and I literally couldn't walk from the shower to my room without like showing some part of my body. And it made me feel really insecure and sad. And that's not how you should feel because your body is your body and the towel right. should be bigger. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And like hotels should be accommodating to all body types. You know what I mean? Like, why are they buying into these dumb, like, you know, like, like the, the body standards that we see on the front page of a magazine? Like, please, hotels actually serve your customers. You know what I mean? Why are they buying into this crap, too? And. And I'm sure we all know that this is just scratches the surface because, I mean, I was even talking to my friend who was on a plane and I need you to know she's a very thin, small person. And she said the seat was uncomfortably small on an airplane. And I'm like, if it's small for you, my God. Yeah. I mean, the world is just not designed for many people's bodies and we need to change that. All right. Well, moving on, it's time for another installment of DM 911. For those unfamiliar with the segment, Stephen keeps his DMs open, very brave, I know, and is always ready to answer your calls for advice. Today, we're offering some help to a woman who is her husband's caretaker, a girl who's worried her dad is cheating on her mom, and a woman who has feelings for her boyfriend's friend. Okay, Stephen, let's just dive right into these requests because you know how much I love your advice. Okay, so Steven, you know how much I love your advice. So let's just dive right on in. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> the first one is from a woman who's been taking care of her husband after he broke his ankle falling down the stairs. She's feeling burnt out. And even though people are telling her to find me time, she feels guilty for even considering it. She feels alone and isolated and talking to her husband about it hasn't helped. She also writes that she and her husband were, quote, already struggling before the injury and notes that none of this would have happened if he hadn't come home drunk. Steven, what are you thinking? Well, this person definitely sounds like they're at a breaking point and it's clear that something has to give here. So I think there are two possible paths forward. Either you and your husband go to marriage counseling or you get a divorce. Both legitimately valid options, and I think you just have to pick whichever feels right to you. And to be clear, I'm not saying this because of the broken ankle thing. That situation sounds horrible and stressful, but it's also temporary. And if your marriage was otherwise golden, I'd probably encourage you to just like push through it for a few more weeks until he's back on his feet. But the reality is, your marriage was bad before your partner broke his ankle. And the degree to which you describe feeling isolated, feeling alone, feeling unsupported, feeling like you have to do everything by yourself, makes me suspect that you probably already felt this way in your marriage, and the injury just made it all like 10 times worse. So is this fixable? Maybe. But I think you're past the point of being able to fix it by yourselves, especially since it sounds like you're worried that your husband may have an alcohol issue. I think your situation at this point definitely warrants professional intervention. So let me ask you two questions here. 
One, would your partner be willing to go to couples therapy with an earnest intention at improving your marriage? And two, do you even want to go to marriage counseling? Or are you just looking for an out? Because it's okay if you are. If you're asking me if it's okay to leave this person, my answer is absolutely yes. It's always okay to leave. And you should only stay if both of you are invested in fixing this and willing to take the professional steps that would be necessary to even try. I mean, reading the DM that came in, she also says something. She says, quote, I wish I could be anywhere else. I mean, every single thing she says is just shows how resentful she is of him. And I I definitely like, I think we've all been there. And once you start to feel resent for someone, it's like you're saying, you got to deal with it or you got to walk away. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes I get messages like this where I honestly can't tell if they are hoping I will say, work it out, or maybe they're hoping I will say, uh, leave him. And I, I won't do either of those here, but I will say, just do whatever you want and know that it's okay if you want to walk yep. away from this. A lot of people just need to hear that something's okay, which is so tough because it should be okay. But I'm glad you are saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. It's okay, people. I promise. It's always okay to leave a relationship you don't want to be in. All right. We'll be right back to get into even more DMs and some sage advice from Stephen. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. This season, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Let's go! See every snap from every game with full game replays. What a throw, what a catch! Listen to all the action as it happens with live game audio. Watch the dog, Jeep! Leaping grab to Monte Adams! Plus, watch your team on your time with condensed game replays. Wow! Get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to our latest installment of DM911. Next up, we have a girl who felt compelled to go through her dad's search history after noticing his phone lying on the counter. She says she knows she shouldn't have done it, but she doesn't regret it because she found porn. She's worried this means her dad is cheating on her mom and also believes that her mom wouldn't approve if she knew. The question is, how should she approach her parents about this? Or should she stay silent to protect their marriage and her family? Steven, I have a lot of thoughts, so I want you to go first. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Well, letter writer, I have good news for you because my advice here is actually super easy. You should do absolutely nothing here. And I could pretty much stop there because nothing is really all you should do. Forget you saw it, 
Do not go to your mother about it and move on with your life. And if being silent about this makes you uncomfortable, I hope this doesn't sound harsh, but maybe you can kind of like chalk that up as like your small punishment for invading your father's privacy, (laughs) which I just need to say was very, very wrong. And you can say that you don't regret it and that's your business, but it was still wrong. I will give you a few reasons why you shouldn't feel bad about the porn, though. And I hope these things do make you feel a little bit better. First of all, watching porn is not cheating on a partner. It's just not. Second of all, you say that your mom wouldn't approve, and maybe you're right about that, but also maybe you're not. A typical mother isn't going to tell her child like, oh, by the way, sweetie, your dad watches porn and I am totally cool with that. Now, you may know that your mom has some negative feelings about porn, but it's quite possible that that's the lecture she's giving her children about porn. And the rules that might apply to a minor living under her roof may not apply to her adult husband. Maybe she's fine with him watching porn. Heck, if it makes you feel better, maybe they watch porn together. You you might think you know what's going on in your parents' marriage, but you just don't. And then third and finally, even if his porn viewing did somehow constitute a violation of their relationship, that is not your business and not your problem to solve. I noticed that you framed your question as, do I not say anything for the sake of protecting their marriage and my family? But, but that framing totally misses the mark. You shouldn't stay out of this to protect anyone. You should stay out of it because it's just not your business and you really don't know what's going on inside your parents' marriage. I think you should stay out of this one and please, moving forward, stay out of your dad's phone. I'm so glad you went first because mine was just going to be like, it's not bad to watch porn. And also don't talk to your parents about porn, right. <laughs> which is That's... good advice too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, the thought of that, my brain doesn't love it and I'm not going to think about it further. So I will be moving on to our last DM. <laughs> yes. Sounds good. Let's go for it. (laughs) So it comes from someone who has feelings for her boyfriend's friend. She says she and this friend have talked a little bit and that he seems like a really good guy. She hasn't been happy in her current relationship, but she also knows breaking up with her current boyfriend would be sad for them both. How should she navigate this? Okay, so I think we should pump the brakes here. You've kind of framed your dilemma as if you have one question, but there are actually two separate and distinct questions being asked here. First, should you break up with your boyfriend? Second, should you go on a date with his friend? And my answers to those two questions are vastly different. So let's start here. Should you break up with your boyfriend? I would vote yes. Um, You say that you haven't felt particularly happy in that relationship in a long time. You actually state that a few times throughout the message you sent me. Being unhappy in a relationship is a pretty good reason to end it. And while you say that you'd be sad to break up, I don't think that avoiding sadness is reason enough to stay in a relationship. Breakups usually are sad, even when they should happen. And I think the more important thing to pay attention to is whether or not you're actually happy and fulfilled in the relationship, which you've made it clear that you are not. So I vote you leave. And then now we can address the second question. Should you go out with his friend? My answer to that would be no, probably not. And there are a few reasons why I'm saying that. First of all, you say that you and his friend have only talked a little bit, and that's in quotes. I, I, I trust that you're being honest about that and that this isn't code for like that the, you two have already engaged in some sort of emotional or physical affair. I'm taking you at your word that you've only talked a little bit. And if that's true, 
then you really don't have much basis to assume that this guy is going to be like the love of your life. And seeing as it would almost certainly devastate your boyfriend to have you date his friend, I think that's reason enough to steer clear. Your boyfriend's about to lose you, and that's totally fair and appropriate. But I think you should avoid doing anything that would make him lose his friend, too. And I'll end this advice with some food for thought. Since you've only even talked to this friend a little bit, I wonder if your attraction to him has less to do with who he actually Mm -hmm. is and more to do with the dissatisfaction in your current relationship. Mm -hmm. I wonder... If you, Casey agrees, I'm glad. Okay, good. I wonder if you were open, if you were to open yourself up to the single world, like by becoming single and then joining dating apps and going out with your friends, if you might find that there are actually a lot of guys out there who you could date and that your attraction to this friend wasn't because he's like your soulmate, but because you were in an unhappy relationship and this other guy was right in front of you. I think you should get out of the relationship and go talk with a bunch of different guys before you make any sort of moves with this friend. Yeah, that was exactly my first thought, because just like the fact that she's like, we've talked a little and he's a good guy. And I'm like, I'm sure he is. But and first of all, I'm not saying that emotional cheating is okay. but say for some reason they were having this like whirlwind emotional romance. Okay, maybe there's something to be said for that in the future of them being together. But based on it right now, I think it's exactly what you're saying. It's just making her realize that maybe there are other people out there she should be with instead, whether it's him or not. Right. It sounds like you have a little bit of a crush on this person. And this that's actually okay because I don't think you can necessarily control that. And I think the useful information to get from that crush is that you're not in the relationship you should be in. I don't think the information that you should get from that crush is that this new guy is the guy you should be with. Oh, Steven, you always just figure out everything for us. How do you do it? <laughs> Casey, I just try my best. Years and years of having anxiety. (laughs) I solve my own problems and now I'm pretty good at solving other people's problems too, I hope. Okay, well, as always, thank you for helping us figure out life. Please keep damning me, people, at LC. That's it for today. Come back and join us on Monday. And remember, hotels, please, can you give us all bigger towels? BuzzFeed Daily is produced by Dan Bowser, Joshua Burnley, Tanya Bustos, Julia Karen, and Erica Nedanine. Special thanks to Samantha Hennick and Tommy Wesley. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What's up, what's up? This is Robin Dixon, co-host of Reasonably Shady, which has just been nominated for an NAACP Image Award in the Outstanding Arts and Entertainment Podcast category. This is so big for Giselle and I. And of course, we must thank all of our fantastic listeners. But we need your help. Visit vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for Reasonably Shady. That's vote.naacpimageawards.net. But don't wait. Voting closes on February 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And make sure to listen to Reasonably Shady every single Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network.